the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Welcome to the Stairway to Heaven. We're coming to you bringing insights into the ever-changing high-frequency currents now bathing the planet and their effect on us all. The source of vital information for the evolving human being. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. The hidden power that drives our lives, intention and bottom line. In prior Stairway to Heaven episodes, we've introduced the concept of manifestation and co-creation. During times of expansive ambient frequency, the ability to consciously co-create and manifest becomes increasingly available to us. In this episode, we'll introduce some viable tools and concepts that further our ability to create the lives we wish to live. When speaking of manifestation, one must bear in mind we're not working in a vacuum. There's a current to life that ebbs and flows through all things. The key to manifestation is in recognizing you are really co-creating within the flow of life. To co-create the lives we want to live, we need to watch for what options are about to become available and choose to be where in the mix that we manifest what we want. Manifestation is not making something out of nothing so much as choosing where to be in the current of life to best align with that you wish to experience, finding the sweet spot on the wave, so to speak. Whether we're dragged along the bottom in the undertow or surfing at the top of the wave is totally dependent upon our intent and choices. This is where free will and co-creation come in. As a simple example, if one wishes to create a fish dinner, it would be wise to go to a body of water with fishing gear when the fish are biting. Sitting on a lawn chair in your backyard hoping for that fish dinner is much less likely to manifest it. So when using free will to choose an activity, if your intention is to eat fish, your promptings would be, go fishing. This may seem overly simplistic, but upon deeper observation, it describes setting intent, working with the ebb and flow of life, and following one's promptings to reach a goal. The place, timing, and action need to cooperate with the flow of life to obtain the desired outcome. When working with more complicated desire, we need some tools to help us discern place, timing, and action. It's important to realize that while there are ebbs and flows in life to which we are all subject, our lives are not predestined, but rather a co-creation between our intention, bottom line, and life itself. The trick is to consciously work with intention, which is a real art form. Before engaging in the practice of conscious co-creation, like most of us, I viewed life as somewhat predestined and myself a passenger of fate. General belief in our own victimhood is one of the major contributors to our current disempowerment as co-creators of our experience. While we may believe we are victims of fate and life just happens to us, the fact is we're running the show, if unconsciously, and unwittingly creating our beliefs. Until we become aware of the power we have to influence our future experience, we'll continue to manifest being victims of fate and subject to life with no choice or control. This is much like crossing a busy street against the red light, getting hit by a truck, and blaming fate. We may have hoped to get to the other side of the street, not become a smear on the pavement, 
Yet at the same time, we may have harbored fears about our ability to do so. Just so, not paying attention to our beliefs, clear intention, timing, and the flow of life can end up in disastrous results. I can't emphasize enough the importance of becoming conscious of our intentions and beliefs as they direct what we manifest in our lives. Make no mistakes, we are creating our reality. Intention is the power that drives manifestation, but as I mentioned before, most of our personal intention is unconscious and clouded by hidden beliefs and fears. As a rule, we feel powerless, so we never consciously set our intention into motion. Intention directs the frequency of our energy fields where they interface with that of the planet. This enables us to interact with the power and flow of life and manifest the desired change at the quantum level. When choosing to manifest, it's important to set clear intention and bottom line and journal it before you begin. Journaling is an essential component to this process. It's great to acquire an attractive journal that you'll enjoy using and be vigilant about documentation. Finding true desire around which to design our intent is key to manifestation. Very often, we may think we desire something, but upon closer inspection, we're creating solutions to perceived problems rather than accessing true desire. I constructed the Why 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 exercise to help distinguish true desire from created solutions to perceived problems. It goes like this. Ask yourself, what do I want? Well, I want to win the lottery. Why? So I have lots of money. Why? So I can buy nice things. Why? Well, so people value me. Why? Well, so they love me. In this example, the person thought they wanted to win the lottery, but it turns out well, that was a created solution. By running the perceived desire through the why, why, why exercise, we discovered what they really want is to be loved. Another critical component to accurate manifestation is what I call the bottom line. While intention states what we wish to manifest, the bottom line sets the parameters around what we are and are not willing to experience in the manifestation process. For instance, you may intend to be wildly successful in your career. However, to do so quickly may take so much time away from your personal life that compromises your marriage. With that in mind, you might choose the bottom line, given I want to live in joy, abundance, ease, longevity, good health, and in a healthy, loving relationship, and use it as a preference to your intent to become successful in your career. With the bottom line in place, it may take longer to reach your goal, but by the time you get there, your marriage will have had a better chance of staying intact, or you'll be in a new relationship that can. If, as in prior examples of crossing the street, we had arrived safely as a bottom line to our intent to access the other side, we may have been prompted to cross with rather than against the traffic light. It's important to consciously work with your intention and bottom line and consistently work with it, for it directs your process and what you manifest in your world. Therefore, journaling is vital. If we keep a journal of our intentions and bottom lines, as we experience things we're not going according to our plans, we can re-examine and adjust our intentions and bottom lines to course correct. An eloquent example. I had a client who was also a student in my school. 
When she arrived for her appointment, I could see she was very agitated. What's working you, I asked. Everything is conspiring to terrorize me, she stated. How so? She proceeded to relay numerous incidents over the previous week that did indeed sound terrifying. From being stalked to several near accidents, I could see she'd been having a rough time of it. Have you added anything to your intent lately, I queried. Why, yes, just before all this started, I intended never to be afraid again. I burst out laughing. She was not amused. Adding I never want to be afraid again to her intent, necessitating confronting all her fears in order to clear them. She was also creating solutions. She judged against all fear, deciding that if she didn't have any fear and didn't have to feel fear, she would be more comfortable. Her solution? Abolish fear. Yet the problem wasn't fear. Fear is a valuable and necessary emotion. It's designed to warn us when we're in a dangerous situation. The real problem was all the unprocessed fear from her past was bringing, being projected onto her present experience, causing her undue stress. Once she got over her snit at my apparent insensitivity to her suffering, we took out her journal and reworked her intention. We finally agreed to change her intent from, I never want to be afraid again, to, I intend to take the next step in healing the past damage that's causing me to experience unnecessary fear in the present. We prefaced it by adding to her bottom line, given that I don't want to be overwhelmed in the process. She left our session armed with her new bottom line and intent, given that I want to live in joy, abundance, ease, and don't want to be overwhelmed in the process, I intend to heal the past damage that's causing me to experience unnecessary fear in the present. She later reported that the change in wording clarified her intent and the addition of the qualification to her bottom line made her process much more comfortable and effective. Again, it's important to consistently work with your intention and bottom line for it directs your process and what you manifest in your world. The more you work on refining both intention and bottom line, the easier it gets to see how it's working in your life and the power you actually have over your experience. As we've demonstrated, setting your intent and bottom line is an extremely powerful tool and necessary to component to co-creation. By being mindful and clear in your intent and bottom line, your entire life will start to manifest around this simple exercise. I've been amazed going through old journals and seeing how my life is magically formed around my intent modulated by my bottom line. I'm also astounded by how much more profound it became as I consciously and diligently kept records and adjusted my intent and bottom line as needed. Because we live in a linear polarized reality, we tend to think of our lives as linear. We start at birth follow a supposedly predestined path of things that just happened to us, and end at death. While this is what our lives have become because of our belief systems, we actually come with any number of paths to choose from at any given time in any given incarnation. So the question is not so much is what's going to happen as, given what's going on in the larger scheme of things, how can I co-create what I want in my life? This approach gives life an opportunity to point out what stands between us and our desire and how we can clear it. To uncover this information, watch for signs, omens, and synchronicities. 
another topic we'll cover in subsequent Stairway to Heaven episodes. Once we access the obstacles, we have the choice to either clear what's in the way or decide that the clearing involves more work than the desire is worth. On the other hand, there are limitations. For instance, in this lifetime, I'll never be a tall, black, successful basketball player. Wrong race, wrong gender, wrong height, and at this point, wrong age. It's simply not in my set. Fortunately, or by design, I have no real passion or desire to be a basketball player. We came exactly like we are for a purpose, one we probably chose. The key is using the why, why, why exercise to uncover and follow your passion, your true desire, when setting intent. In so doing, you'll be following your design and supported by your own nature. No discussion on manifestation and intention is complete without addressing ethics and free will. While we can use these principles to direct and enhance our personal lives, they're not intended to impose our will on others. I may decide I want a balanced, faithful, mutually supportive relationship with a life partner. I may even have a life partner at the time. On the other hand, my partner's hidden agenda may be to appear only as supportive and involved as absolutely necessary to keep me around. His true intent may be to have me earn more than half the income from the household and raise the children as he leaves me alone to pursue hobbies and other women. In this case, our intentions are clearly at odds. For me to intend to have a balanced, faithful, mutually supportive relationship with him would be imposing my will on him. Instead of, if the intent is very important to me, with the understanding that to implement it I may have to dissolve my current relationship, I'll set the intention, intent to have the desired relationship regardless of who the partner may be, and let the chips fall where they may. As covered in prior episodes, in order to create, we often must dismantle in equal measure. Alchemy is a vital component to manifestation. Through spiritual alchemy, we allow life to dismantle what which no longer serves based on our tension and bottom line, freeing up the constituent parts to manifest anew. Receive and release, expand and contract, gain and lose, all are inherent in the current of life. All we need to do is set clear intent while remaining flexible and open to possibility. Thank you for joining me, Gwilda Wiecka, on the Stairway to Heaven, where we provide updates on the energetic currents facilitating our evolution into conscious, powerful co-creators. To revisit this or any of our past episodes, visit our archives at www.stairwaytoheavenmedia.com. If you'd like to find out more about me, my school, and the evolutionary tools we offer, visit www.findyourpathhome.com. Until next time, may you be blessed on your sacred path to wholeness. We are here. The time is now.